are broadcasting live from Pac-12 country, Tate. Yes, we, we are have, breathing it in right now. We have to Pac-12 remind the people air. we are in Pac-12 country. Yes. This is Pac-12 air. We are breathing. We are watching the end of this uh, USC-Oregon game. Um, still little time left. We should say USC up 15 right now. Isaiah White's going nuts today. Uh, US, the whole team's playing well. They're throwing that zone at Oregon. They don't know what to do with it. Um, and and suddenly everyone that was saying Dane Altman is is a genius and one of the greatest coaches yes. is like what the hell's going on with Dane Altman? It's just a reminder. Sometimes mm. folks, some things happen with co- Nate Oates is the hottest name in coaching. Chris Beard is hot. Mm. They lose and suddenly it's like are they no no just sometimes you know things happen. Bad matchups. It's basketball. It, it's but, a very day to day game and we have to bring up today's you know big story which is Mick Cronin right? You bring yeah. it up and that's where we are. Well, I, did, I just wanted I just wanted to set the stage that like. If any Oregon fan is watching, because Oregon just scored, it's a 12, 13 point game. I'm sorry, with uh, with about seven minutes left. We are not necessarily giving up on Oregon. We're not saying this mm-hmm. game is over. Um, we we have a USC alum who's working on our show that is is begging us, please do not say this thing is over. You guys mm-hmm. are a curse. And yet, as soon as we've gone live, Oregon's on a run now, so throwing like, it. Oh, oh okay. there we go. Okay, say, there we go. Yeah, wouldn't this, that be did not look good? Wouldn't that be a great? Did capper? not look good. I almost sharpied USC in <laughs> yeah. on my bracket, and Chris looked at me and said, "Please." Please, God, don't do it. Wouldn't and, that be a uh, great okay. capper we're for okay us, right the, the curse of like, yeah, we, we, we just told the whole team, we're like, just go live. This yeah, one's over. Yeah. This race is 69 is over. Who cares? For, for the historians um, out there, uh, we've never had two L.A. teams in the Elite Eight. We've mm-hmm. never had UCLA and USC there mm-hmm. at the same time. So we have history on the line potentially. So that's something to keep an eye on. Again, the race of 69 is where we're sitting at. 69-56, 638 to go in this game. But uh, – we will keep an eye on it. But yeah, we'll we want to talk about the yeah. other Pac-12 team, the, the other LA team that was mm-hmm. uh, playing today, because that was the game of the day. There was it, it kind of mirrored yesterday, assuming this one holds, where USC kind of wins going away a little bit. Which again, we don't know. Yeah, the more, not, I, talk, the more I keep saying that, not the more over. I look up, and I'm like, no, hang on a second. <laughs> um, yesterday we had three not exactly great games, and one Oral Roberts Arkansas delivered, and uh, we were like, this is awesome. This is this is all we needed. Today, sort of the same. Uh, I would say the Gonzaga Creighton game, not particularly close. Blowout. Always fun to watch Gonzaga, though. I will say that. And it was great Always because fun. Gonzaga fans were very worried. We had obviously Corey Kispert come yeah. on the show. The Gonzaga fans said, "Why? Why? Yep. Why would you do this? Why would you try to curse us?" We answered that. We we zigged. We got Zigarowski on the show. <laughs> Uh, and, and, then and then we got the curse over with. So we handled that. Yep. You're welcome, Gonzaga fans. Wow. Um, and then from there, it was all Mick Cronin. You and I. Well, I was going to th- throw Michigan in there. They played uh, Michigan, but we'll we'll, get, we'll talk about it. I'm yeah. saying that the, that those two games weren't particularly close. We'll talk about them. In a those second. are blowouts. We want to be the third with, blowout. But this we want to start with the Mick Magic. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which is it all begins because Mick Cronin. He walks in with Hep Cronin, or I'm sure they walked in separately, but Hep Cronin gets into Hinklefield House and he says, I need the magic. I need the magic back. And if you watch the first four game, you know, there was a moment in time where you thought there was no business, no way in this world that UCLA even makes it to the quote-unquote real tournament. And here we are. They, they get should to- have. Michigan State had them on the ropes. Exactly. Our boss, Michael Buckland, who is probably watching this right now, yes. uh, is a Michigan State guy. He said, I Loves- feel good, right, at He one did point. not say he felt good. To- this man called me. He FaceTimed me mm-hmm. with like three minutes left, and he's like, thank the- God we're not going to lose in the playing game because Tom has to – like Tom Izzo – had had made however many Mr. tournaments March in a row. Mr. March at this point, yes. He, he made had however many tournaments in a row, but now the the talk around East Lansing was like, is Tom is like you got to win this playing game, so it really counts to mm-hmm. keep the tournament streak alive. Like mm-hmm. making the play-in isn't good enough. Yeah, you had the Big so, Ten fans coming at the Michigan State fans. For he this. he yes. facetimes me like three minutes left mm-hmm. in that UCLA game and is like, thank God we're gonna do it and the streak's gonna continue because I don't know what I'd do if the streak can continue. And then I don't I know what he's sorry, because Buck. he had to he had to figure that out. So, uh, yeah, UCLA was on the ropes, very yes. much on the from ropes. from the first four, and now they have one game 
came to the Final Four and the idea that Mick Cronin took this UCLA team without Chris Smith mm -hmm. and without really an identity on the defensive end, and now they've seemed to buy in. You got guys like Johnny Juzang, who is incredible in this game, fouls out, and then you pointed it out to me. You said Johnny Juzang is the biggest cheerleader we've, we've seen. A lot of times these five-star kids, you never know the, the investment. UCLA, in the I'm war of attrition... They're invested. I'm They're willing worried, to hang on. Uh, nothing against Juzang in particular. Yeah. It's, it's more the the stereotype of uh, what the you guy, may expect. Yeah. The guy who I'm gets buckets. The guy yeah. who's unconscious and mm -hmm. just like goes and gets buckets and is is almost has no idea he shouldn't be doing this. That's been Johnny Juzang in this mm -hmm. tournament. I sometimes worry if that guy has any idea what the score is, any idea what the and Johnny Juzang tonight was like, yes, I, I'm I'm out of this game. I cannot score any more buckets, but I'm still plugged in. I'm still cheering my team on. Uh, and that, that's why I brought that up to you as we were watching it. Because I was like, honestly, if this was like me and in eighth grade or whenever the last time I was good at basketball mm -hmm. and I was the guy getting buckets, mm -hmm. if I foul out, I'm like, I'll see y'all tomorrow. I'm, yeah, I'm, no, I mean, there's, there's a chance school. that he's looking home. at the Microsoft yeah. Surface and he's like breaking down. And yeah. he, he's reaching out to the UCLA team <laughs> yeah. to cut his highlight clips. You yeah, know, he's like, best of luck. He was not that way. That's the expectation yeah. at some level. Yeah, I'm not, and I'm, we're not basing and that's that off not of this team. Uh, we're not basing that off of Johnny. We're basing no. that off of like the typical stereotype five star. Daquan Cook. We love you, Daquan Cook. Or Daquan Cook's like, what's the score? He's like, I had 20, right? Let me check. <laughs> uh, oh, man. man, so uh, UCLA gets it done against Alabama. We should uh, uh, shout out Alex Reese hitting the buzzer beater for Alabama. His only three points of the game, Tate. And then missed free throws uh, as soon as we yeah, get that's the, the story. overtime. That's, that's the story. Yeah, 44% from the free throw line. They missed uh, 14 free throws in this game in general. Um, and UCLA able to hang on from the three-point line, hit mm -hmm. 10 threes in this game. Alabama, known for being a great three-point shooting team, shoots 25% from the three-point line in this game. Oof. Uh, you hate to see that, especially something that's your kind of calling card going it's into this game. 16 threes against Maryland. Yeah. And then they turn around and, and shoot 25 And, and it begs the question, what's going on with the Pac-12 uh, being able to guard the three-point line? Because they've been great in this tournament. Um, dude, <laughs> dude, we were way too premature coming yeah. off, by the uh, way. <laughs> well, they're stuck on 69. As we all know, it you, you it's not just getting to 69. You have to get off 69. You have to. And uh, USC has not done that yet. <laughs> uh, never good. Um, so a couple questions ar arose from the, the this game. And by a couple, I mean actually just one. Uh, Mick Cronin does not foul mm -hmm. at the end. It does not end up burning him. UCLA uh, uh, goes on a run to start overtime and kind of puts it away. It was never really close in overtime, as exciting as, as Reese's shot was. Only three points, by the way. I, I know I already said that. I just want to reiterate. That's pretty insane. Mm -hmm. He scored three points in that game, and it was those three. The best shot of the tournament so far. And, and a um, great play by Quinterly to uh, give him the Archie Diacono, you know, set him up for the hold shot. Hold on, I want so to see what this, what this tweet. What does that say? UCLA making a run as a – oh, the Blue Blood School is having the yeah, worst year. Shout out to our 70s. research department yeah. for this tweet. That's yeah, great. This, that's, that's a good great. one. I like that. Uh, the Blue Blood's trying to hang – I do not have my Blue Blood clicker, but you know right now that's a point. Yeah. That's a point for the Blue we, Blood. Yeah, I, by the way, we're in the, we're in the B team studio because uh, – <laughs> Rob Stone on Fox. Rob Stone on Fox and the uh, the uh, uh, soccer boys. <laughs> Honduras is playing U.S. right no, now. No, I was going to – we yeah. suck, right? Like, U.S. lost something. Yeah. Like, we're out I, I of, like, the Olympics Honduras or something. I think Honduras is going to beat the U.S. Yeah. to make so, it to the Olympics for the first time we're out of the Olympics? Yeah, we're out, yeah. So it was a wild scene because – here, here, but Fox, we're here. No, it, it was it was crazy because like I think I'm pretty sure like the soccer guys are like miserable. They're like over there just like how the hell, what yes. the hell is going on yes. with U.S. soccer? It's this the what are we doing here? Are, yeah, yeah. yeah. Taylor Twelve yeah. is somewhere yeah. is going. 
What are we doing? <laughs> Meanwhile, you and I are, are in this room just losing our minds at we're Alabama. Going, what are we doing? Here? We're all yelling the same thing for different reasons. We're dabbing with the yeah. Pac-12. Uh, uh, uh. We're, we're going to the bathroom, and we're just like, Rob, uh, what's up? <laughs> no, Rob, Rob's a good sport. He came in here. He ran in here. He ran in here when, ran that, in here when, yeah, when, when Alabama the made the shot. Yeah, he was like, show me that. Rob, show me God, is, Rob, is Rob here right now? Yeah, we need a host. No, we need a host desperately to talk about the Pac-12. Um, But UCLA in general, Hep Cronin, Mick Cronin, um, there was a lot of just good basketball god mentality going yeah. on in there where Hep Cronin, the best celebration I've seen in the tournament, we wondered who was going to be the sister genius. Better than tournament. Eric Musselman running over yes. to jump Eric on the table. Eric Musselman, it, we know it's the muscle meme. We know where it's coming. Hep Cronin doesn't even know he's on camera. You know what I mean? Like, this <laughs> is just true. genuine, pure reactions. <sighs> yeah. And the fact that Mick Cronin, I mean, ever doubt forever doubted right yeah. like his entire career he comes to ucla well, we we joke with him he was the 25th 24th option mm -hmm. on their list and without expectations mick cronin is amazing and they're, I, it, they're the most dangerous version of a mick cronin team i, I get asked all the time Tate, why why am i so obsessed with mick cronin why yes. do i uh talk about him being the coach of ucla what i don't get the joke titus like you mm. just tweet that mick cronin is the head coach of ucla what is the joke mm -hmm. and the joke and i've explained it before but i'll explain it again the joke is that um, I just like seeing those words just never really hit when Mick Cronin was hired. You'd see mm -hmm. billboards in Westwood that say welcome coach. And it's got the UCLA logo next to Mick Cronin's face. I was yes. like, this just doesn't look right. Mm -hmm. He's not an LA guy. When you're thinking of UCLA basketball, what the brand is mm -hmm. of UCLA basketball, your, your idea. I mean, I know Steve Ben Howlin, Ben Howlin and, and, yeah. and uh, uh, Steve Alford certainly weren't glamorous by mm -hmm. any stretch of the imagination. I'm not saying they were, but I'm saying the brand in general of UCLA basketball is sexy. It's fun. Mm -hmm. It's Westwood. It's beautiful mm -hmm. weather. Uh, I sound like Bill Walton right now. I'm like really going. <laughs> beautiful weather, beautiful women, <laughs> beautiful basketball. Uh, that's UCLA basketball, and they they have an, a, a vacancy. They 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 swung for the fences in their coaching search. They, mm -hmm. they was Billy Donovan not like their Brad Stevens at the time. Billy like Donovan like, was the original name. That, got that was floated, the name. They're yes. like, we're gonna pull money together. We're gonna get Billy Donovan. They Billy. They had no. a big buyout as well that they had to Tony Bennett never actually did say no for yep. the record. Yeah. Uh, Still has not said. Still no waiting. To still see waiting. For Will he answer. say no, Virginia fans? Yeah, yeah. Ask well, him. Why won't Jeff Goodman go to that press conference and ask him point blank? <laughs> um, so what? Uh, uh, Mick Mick Cronin when he gets hired, I just I had the thought like uh, if 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 you could picture just the the a UCLA coach the, the exact opposite of what represents UCLA basketball, if you could single handedly create a coach in a lab that goes counterculture to what I think of when I think of UCLA basketball, it was Mick Cronin. That's why I never like it. It, it never clicked like seeing mm -hmm. his picture next to UCLA. I said, this doesn't make any sense. I don't think it's a bad hire. I don't think it's a good hire. I don't know. I'm still trying to process it. Here we are a few years later and he's in the lead eight and it finally is starting to make sense. Tate. It's starting yes. to click. Mick Cronin is the head coach at UCLA and they're in the lead eight. So, and Mick Cronin is one of the best in game coaches that you see. And I think in the tournament, one of the reasons that I get frustrated with Florida state every single year is because they have 11, 12 guys. We talk yeah. about the airport test. They have 12 guys that probably could play, you know, and start on many teams in the country. But when you get to the tournament, you need a tighter rotation. And Mick Cronin's playing with six guys, basically. You know, Singleton is the other guy. Kyman yeah. played 10 minutes in this game, but it's a tight seven-man rotation mm -hmm. at the most. Florida State's playing 11 guys against Michigan, and they, they couldn't really find a formula that works. They struggle, obviously, with foul trouble with Raquan Gray. But I just want to give Mick Cronin credit because UCLA has kind of just, you know, bat down the hatches and said, this is who we are as a team. Is, oh, yes. Is Mick 
the, is the real Mickey Mouse tournament, Mick Cronin. Yes. Mick Cronin is Mick Mouse. Coaches. He is also uh, is he the greatest coach in UCLA history? Has have you seen? Has UCLA <laughs> ever been to the Elite Eight before? Is this their first time? And are they a history? new blood? Are they, <laughs> <laughs> they actually a new blood. No, I have I, to look that up. I, I do, do like the idea of a, a Mixy Mouse tournament. You know what I yeah. mean? And he is Mr. March, as we talked about. No, it's great. It's great. As, as I've said before, I am. Uh, I we're. It, it, it seems to be a a, a, a lonely hill that where you're dying on but we 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 like it when good programs are good yes and to see ucla being this good is fun it's, it's great for college basketball because the we pavilion, care about college basketball brands the pavilion club is going to be buzzing in the fall when we it, go there and baron davis is there i i i am so as a guy who has gone to the pavilion club like four times for ucla basketball games i am I am feeling so good as my mm-hmm. affiliation to UCLA basketball mm-hmm. now that I will probably just go up to Baron Davis and just try to like dap him up when I see him at the Pavilion Club. I don't 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 quote me on that, mm-hmm. but like that's how I'm feeling right now. Is uh, I'm this close to I've... texting Earl Watson <laughs> and asking him about the Elite Eight. I cannot I mean? wait to buy twelve dollar beers at the Pavilion <laughs> Club in November. Look at that! Look at Mobley! Look at Mobley! Yamin! Oh my oh. God! How do we miss that? Evan Mobley right now. Holy America. smokes! Evan Mobley's the number one pick. That's what I'm saying. It's Pac-12 season. Uh, it's a Pac-12 year. It's West Coast basketball. And if you don't Evan, like the bigs, he's got to get out of here. He's got to come on the show. We can't. We got to get him. We on can't. The show. See, we can't. Oh, yeah, I, we we got. Uh, we we got to get him on. I mean, not during the run. I don't want to curse him. But like, Cade's come After on the show. The season, I don't want to. Look, you know. it's not to say Cade. Look, we can have two number one picks. Just one guy's not going to be the number one pick. You know what I mean? Mm, that is the way it's like you college frame basketball it. recruiting. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, you yes. got you got multiple number. Well, one we picks. had rookie co rookies of the year in nineteen ninety. So you know, that, Mick Cronin, that kind of Mick Cronin, not fouling. Does that worry you? I, his his Mick his Cronin explanation... yelled for them to foul. By the way, and they, did Tiger he? Campbell did not get the foul off. Yeah, he was yelling something. I assume he's yelling. Foul. <laughs> it's Mick. He could have just I been mean, yelling. True. He could have been yelling. Mixie Mouse was yelling. Come on, foul! Come on, come on! I think that's what he was yelling. And and I think they didn't get there in time. I, I unironically <laughs> love Vic Cronin. I love him so much. And I, I want to say this, too. He has changed. He has fundamentally changed. And I'm not saying that's because yes. it's convenient for my viewpoint. No, you're saying he went to a concert. Because before he came no, to UCLA, he had never been to I'm a concert. I'm telling you, the guy, when he was at Cincinnati. Think he, about that. He was, I, I, I've i thought about it. Oh, I have. But when he was at Cincinnati, he was like a curmud- He was like not a pleasant. No, he had a bad attitude. <laughs> he had a bad attitude. He needed to be grounded, that yeah. that that young man. Um <laughs> No, he, uh, he 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 was not particularly easy to root for, and I now mean, quite the opposite. I would say now yeah. he seems a little self-aware. He's a great interview. I mean, every time he comes on the show, we're like, Mick, how far you've come, man? You're the twelfth choice at UCLA, and he's like, Ah. He literally yeah. joked he was the twentieth. Yeah. I think. Right? Yeah, he said he yeah. Was the twelfth, you know. And he's got self awareness. He's he like, Keep laughing at me. I'm gonna go to the elite, elite eight, bitch. And yeah. What are you? Who's gonna be laughing then? And I mean, look, <laughs> and I'm bringing the whole team back, and we're getting paid Watson and Chris Smith. Let's go. We're college year, basketball guys. They're gonna be a top five team next year. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Out of the Pey- gate. Peyton Watson, the first five star to come on this program and commit. Way to too UCLA. early, top five. UCLA, I got uh, you at number four. They've yeah. gone up my USC own. also in the preseason top five. Yep. Um, but yeah, in general. Mick and Cronin, Belmont. Yeah. <laughs> and Belmont. Shout out Belmont. Um, in general, Mick Cronin had, you know, he called out the NBA as well. Deshaun Nix, a guy that was supposed to be on this team, a Dude. five-star recruit, gets recruited to go play for the Ignite G League team. I'm going to say Mick it, Mick Cronin, tape. while making this run, calls him out. I'm going to say it. If you love college basketball, you have to love Mick Cronin. Yes. You have no other choice. Yes. And Hep Cronin, really. You, you have no other choice. I'm a Hep guy. Uh, I, I thought it was interesting. So UCLA doesn't foul on the final shot that resets the three, <laughs> but mm-hmm. they did accidentally foul Herb Jones on the drive when they were up one. 
And I looked at you, the, the way Alabama was shooting free throws, they ended up 11 for 25 in this game. It, it reminded me of Jimmy V. Wasn't yep. that the miracle run into yep. State? Yep. Deployed that Cardiac tactic? Cats. You, you foul even when you're up because you make them hit free throws and you mm-hmm. just want to have the last shot. Mm-hmm. And I said, they should be doing that. Like, they're so bad. Alabama was so bad from the line tonight. I would have done that. I would have been fouling every time down the floor. Just Plus, like we talked about, it's hack a, a team. mental Not hack a shack, hack a, hack a tide. Yeah, <laughs> and when they go to the line, they're all looking at Coach Oates and they're saying, Coach, I really don't want to be shooting these free throws right now. Yeah. He's like, I wish we practiced free throws. Oates I needed. Mean, they're playing in Hinkle. Oates needed to to Norman Dale the situation. Mm-hmm. Just be like, guys, I don't know how we're missing these free throws, and pull out the tape measure and be like, it's ten feet. Yeah. Like, do you, I need to measure? Do this every day. I don't understand this. Yeah. You know I don't this. Understand Come on, guys. Uh, UCLA also scored 40 first half points, um, on on Alabama, which was something the best that really defense ever in the country happened. outside yeah. of Loyola. Was, maybe. Yeah. It was crazy. We're keeping an eye. Uh, US USC's up for it. Yeah, they're gonna win. All right, I had to do the math real quick. Wasn't paying attention. Um, is there anything else from that game? I mean. Honestly, the biggest takeaway is that, one, Nate Oates, again, America's sweetheart, one of the best coaches Mm. in the country. We all acknowledge that. It is nice to see that there is a pecking order at times where you get knocked down and you have to come back and climb the ladder, and Nate Oates gets to the Sweet 16, Bama gets there. They know next year, hey, we're trying to knock the door on the Elite Eight. They were trying to knock the door on the Final Four. They were trying to win a championship. But but Nate Oates shouldn't be – killed for this. losing this game absolutely not. i saw be, people saying the, that that's the point is like you this is you, you i don't know we, we spend too much time and i'm gonna do it at some point as well but like you know like one game and there's a difference between nate oates's buffalo team beating sean miller's team with deandre Aiden, the number one pick like sean miller deserves to get killed for that game you know like you don't like you don't yeah. you don't take out nate i know what you I, I agree with you but it's just funny because it just it does just feel like you're just like single <laughs> like every time sean miller loses <laughs> it counts but we use it against. I him. mean, I'm saying though, that else. talent. You know what I mean? Like that. That's the kind of dude. So, Pash, the greatest night of our lives. I love Trojan. <laughs> so, it's, it's, it, yeah. th- this is Explain. my question about Bill Walton because er, the, the, during this run in the Pac-12, er, during this run in the NCAA tournament, the Pac-12 has become the story. Now that Oral Roberts is out, yeah. uh, the story is the Pac-12's dominance. And Bill Walton is obviously the 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 the, the king of Pac-12 the basketball. catalyst. Yeah, yeah, he is so, meaning the Pac-12 to the top. Every time people, every time something's happened with the Pac-12, Bill Walton starts trending on Twitter. It's people, it's what people want to talk about. Have we heard from Bill Walton himself? Does mm-hmm. he know that this is even going on? Because I feel like he checks out. I feel like once he's done with the regular yeah. season, yeah. he's just done and he doesn't watch anymore. And then he comes into every the start of every new season and just assumes mm-hmm. a Pac-12 team won the national title anyway. So if you told him about this, he'd be like, "Is that unusual? I don't." It does still, you have to keep up with this. Like when Jay-Z first got on Twitter, you know, he would never, it would be like sign Jay-Z, but like he would tell someone else and then they would write out the tweet and put it out. That is what Bill Walton is doing to Dave Pash. He's like, fill me and then write the tweet and then you put it out. It's not going to come from me direct, but it's he a has secondary his own source. Account too, of course he does, still... but he's not putting it out direct. Yeah. And uh, Dave Pash is handling it beautifully. I just and, thought, uh, I just thought, like everyone's talking about how Bill Walton must be so excited. I'm like, do, do we? Is does he even? Is he just doing ayahuasca in a desert somewhere and has yes. no idea that this yes. is even going on? Because yes. that's more likely to me than Bill Walton being really happy about all this. I honestly. mean, Bill Walton putting five teams in the Final Four, all Pac-12 teams, is close to the ceiling is the roof you yeah. know what i mean as far as just like all time we right now moments. this game is not over there there are it's 14 seconds left a minute nine to play and i'm just bringing that up because technically as of this moment there are still four pac 12 teams alive and yes. only and only nine teams alive in total and then the and then gonzaga mm. obviously is the honorary pac 12 as well so five of the nine that are left are basically pac 12 which our minds. <laughs> which brings me to a to a major point which yeah. i wanted to discuss with you 
pointed out by our ESPN stats and info, we have seven uh, eight teams, West Coast teams. Uh, seven of eight of the Elite Eight teams are West Coast teams. West that, of the Mississippi. West of the Mississippi. Yeah, which is West Coast. And, and so that means the only West. East Coast team we have left is Michigan. Uh, the, the champions of the West. The That's cha- your fight song. Yes. Bl- blows your mind. So we basically have, of the West. we have eight teams that are all West Coast basketball teams. So exactly. If, if you're Count East Michigan Coast fan, is a West Coast team. We need to change the time zone of the games. Change it to Central I, Time. I think you're right. I List think, it at Central I Time. I think the, the first game tomorrow night should tip off mm-hmm. at uh, 11 p.m. Eastern. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that, I think we got to start like catering to the Pac-12 more. Yes. The, the West Coast more. Yes. Like, this is we've earned the right now. Mm-hmm. Make it convenient for us. I want to go to the beach all day tomorrow. Can you imagine though? Like, think about <laughs> this. Watch the games tomorrow night. The entire East Coast, the ACC, the casual ACC fan mm-hmm. is pulling for Michigan now because they have Shawnee Brown, right? They're like, I, "That's my team." Mm-hmm. Just the East Coast Saint. If you're Saint John's, if you're Jim Cunningham, shout out to Jim Cunningham, East Coast North New York fan, you're gonna pull for Michigan. Michigan's got a lot of pressure. They got a lot of East Coast bandwagons mm-hmm. on their back. I'm just pointing this a out. Lot of, a lot of East Coast people go to Michigan for mm-hmm. school as well. So, and West Coast and, people. And a lot of people just enjoy A lot of people go to Michigan. <laughs> <A lot> of, <laughs> and every single one of them I just has want to point that out. This during is, this tournament. <laughs> yeah, this is a West Coast basketball tournament. That uh, was the big story there. And uh, Michigan, you have to hold it down for the East Coast. Shout out to to UCLA. Uh, it, it is I, – I, I, it's it's fun. That's the only way to describe it. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's 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 been a fun ride watching – I, I I was very high on UCLA at the start of the season. Chris Smith got hurt. I kind of backed off. I mean, they they lost to San Diego State out of the gate, um, but they, they I don't think Juzang played in that game. Mm-hmm. And uh, I forget who was Cody Riley out in that game. Too. Man, my Chris and Smith first team All American pick not looking not crazy looking great right now. Dude. Not looking great. They they don't. But he's gonna be back next year, right? Yeah, that's what they're I'm gonna saying. Be insane, they're gonna be too good. They're gonna have to figure out. Man, they're gonna have to send some guys to the league or something. Uh, <laughs> should we talk about these other games? Uh, yeah. Gonzaga Creighton. Uh, not a lot to really break down, honestly. It's just it's ho home with Gonzaga. We're taking Gonzaga for granted. I say we're as as you and I, but also I feel like all of America. Not like not taking it for granted in the sense of uh, we don't think they're that good. I think we're taking them for granted in the sense that we don't feel like we have to watch or pay attention or break them down or like mm. you know what I mean. Like, cause yeah. all I, I have no notes. I, I I have notes for all these games, like stats or anything. And, and my note is just Gonzaga versus the field question mark. Mm-hmm. That's all my note is, and that's what it is every time I watch Gonzaga. I'm like they're 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 unbelievable. They're uh, Timmy. You're worried about this USC matchup, which like I get it on paper. Like you like I I again no disrespect to USC. Like USC is good, and it wouldn't surprise me if they do beat Gonzaga. Uh, it's it's a mismatch. As good as Timmy is, Mobley versus Timmy, I'm taking Mobley. Yeah. But the thing about Gonzaga is that you could take Timmy completely out of the game. They're still <laughs> they still have advantages at three positions. It's it's insane. They're, it's it's crazy how good they are. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is pretty funny when you look at this whole run for Gonzaga. It is very. I told you this. It's 2009 Carolina. Mm-hmm. I see the path they faced. Their ver- the Creighton was Gonzaga in 2009, facing North Carolina in the Sweet 16. Get it, get past the hump. Now they're facing the number one pick with his brother. That was Blake Griffin in 2009. Now they're facing uh, Gonzaga is facing Evan Mobley and Isaiah Mobley instead yep. of Blake instead of Blake and Taylor Griffin. Um, I see the path for USC to be able to win this game. I like the fact that USC matches up so well with Gonzaga. But like you said, it's Gonzaga versus the field. I think uh, <laughs> Tommy wow. says Tommy says we need to engage Duncan in a discussion about Gonzaga versus Michigan Final Four. Let's matchup. get Duncan think, on the uh, show. I think that's uh, and he I think, owes us that. I'm gonna guess that Tommy is a UCLA fan. He's trying to get us to curse Michigan by getting Duncan I mean, on the show. I'm I'm all the way in, Tommy. <laughs> Dude, Let's all the Mich- by the way, all the Michigan people that say I'm jinxing Michigan because every time we picked we talk them every about time, Michigan, right? we pick them every time. Yes. I looked into the 
camera, I said, mm-hmm. Florida State has no shot beating Michigan. Yeah. And the Michigan fans were like, we know what you're doing. Florida State fans got mad at me because they were like, why do you think we have no shot? I don't know. Did you see what happened? Michigan's a far game? better team. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's unbelievable. Uh, back to Creighton. We're, we're going to talk about Michigan in, in a second. Uh, back to Creighton, Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. Um, Mitch Ballack, I just want to say, I, I it was a fun, he was a senior. I don't know if he's coming back. I hope he does. I hope he uses the free year and comes back because uh, we need more of this guy in our lives. Uh, what a delight that was. And he, he's been around a few years, but like you felt like he really exploded this year in terms of uh, popularity with the just pulling from everywhere. It's like the yeah. se- he got the senioritis, like I can do what I want. I, we, I mean, we had Zagorowski on the show and he's like, yeah, that's Mitch practices it. So he's, it does feel like a lot of like Joe Ingles fans were like, I, I am a Mitch guy. Yeah. That is my kind of player. Um, and then from the Gonzaga side, you said you had no notes. My only notes is Jalen Suggs. I mean, the guy, <laughs> we, we take similar notes. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, like, one. are we kidding ourselves with how talented <laughs> he is? I mean, you watch him play and I love Kate Cunningham and, but you talk about like a pure Would you take Kate Cunningham top five. Like, what are you doing, dude? You're saying Kate is Kate top five. I'm talking about point guards. Oh, okay. I'm talking oh, about point oh guards. God. I'm like the America. Is like... We know America wants Kate Cunningham to be the top point guard or say he's the top point guard because yeah. he's six eight and you know he's like Lamelo or Luca or whatever. I just felt guys. like you I thought I felt like you were going down your no, big no, no, board, no, no. your draft board. I'm just board. telling like, you. I'm just telling you. If I want a pure point guard mm-hmm. and am I a, G, a GM of an NBA team or whatever kind of team? Uh, Jalen Suggs is first on the board. I mean, he's unbelievable. The vision he has, the passes he makes, some of the bounce passes in this game in particular, unbelievable. And they have the best guard, I think, in the field. And when we talk about NCAA tournament titles, that obviously matters. That matters. Um, Suggs is better than Jared Butler, and I love Jared Butler. You know what I mean? And he's a freshman. It's insane. He is. He is. <laughs> that, he is probably. That's what I mean. Jared. I guess and why love, it blows my mind because he's Ty Lawson level, but he's a freshman. But that's. I guess that's my point about Gonzaga is that you could. You t- two of their starters could have the worst game of their life, and, and they're, they're okay. They're still like okay. even if Timmy is getting his lunch eaten by Mobley, Mo- Mobley has still a chance that Kispert and, and Suggs and Ayayi like they go off and it's fine. Very plausible that you that, that when USC plays Gonzaga, uh, Evan Mobley has forty and twenty five rebounds mm-hmm. and just just destroys Timmy and Timmy like every NBA scout just rips up his scouting report on Drew Timmy. He's like, this guy sucks. We don't want him. And it's a complete domination. We've never seen anything like it. And Gonzaga still wins by 17 mm-hmm. or something. They're that good. Yeah. It's insane. And Amarui. He had an awesome game today. Nimhard. He's just like backing dudes down, hitting fadeaways, post up fadeaways. Um, I just want to point out insane. a lot of people may point like Amarui in this game. He had 28 and 10. So there, you know, people are going to be like, well, Timmy's probably going to get his in this game as well, yeah. but whatever. He probably will. We're yeah. just saying like the worst case, that, that's what makes that's Gonzaga the worst so case good scenario. is that you start thinking about worst case. Cause we were talking about like, what is it going to take to beat Gonzaga? And every scenario is like, uh, you know, like it, we're, it we're looking at Alabama. a lot of wild scenarios. We, we were yes. we were forecasting like Alabama in the Final Four against Gonzaga, maybe. Like, what if what if Alabama hits like twenty four threes? And like, like every scenario we were co- trying to come up with is like just absurd. You have to go to some absurd length of like, what yep. if two guys get in foul trouble and the other team hits every shot? It's eighty five Villanova Georgetown. Yeah. And also a ton of foul trouble. And also someone rolls an ankle. You asked me the, the best question. You're bad. like, when is the, I mean, we joke about the panic button when we, you know, on our show during the season, we're like, does this team need to hit the panic button? But in reality, in a game, Gonzaga, like when is the panic button going to be hit? You said they're down 10 with four minutes left. And even then, you no, know, I wouldn't hit the panic button. I would be like, that's oh, the first time you even that's think the first about time it. I would, yeah. I would pull the panic button out and be like, they might actually lose. Yes. Like Gonzaga could be down 10 at the under four timeout. And I'm like, huh? I didn't think about it, but like they Even might if, actually lose this game. Yeah, USC's up twelve at halftime. I'm still like yeah. Gonzaga's making there, a run. There's literally no lead mm-hmm. that USC could have. Uh, that's I guess not literally, but uh, 
If no, USC's, are you saying no lead is safe? Oh my I goodness! Guess probably four thousand points. I would. Uh, if USC's mm. up twenty-five at halftime, I don't think I'm. I, I think I'm like, yeah, Gonzaga will figure it out. I'm probably going to be wrong. Yeah, the, the but like all, that's my that's my confidence I have in them. Is like, yeah, I'm sure they'll figure it it's out. It's a forty to twelve type, you know, final four situation where yeah. like North Carolina looks up, and they're like, we're down forty to twelve. I think this game might be over. And Billy Packer at that time said it was, <laughs> but it almost wasn't. Uh, what? So let's talk about Michigan Florida State game. Uh, th- this this was a game that we had circled uh, coming into the to the day. It had potential last night. We said to be the game of the day, to be the game of the tournament. This is the best team in the Big Ten, Michigan. Sorry, Illinois fans. I think they proved that. Uh, Michigan is now the best team in the Big Ten versus the best team in the ACC, Florida State. Uh, we are ACC and and Big Ten guys, so we, we and circled Pac-12 this. And Pac-12 guys. And Pac-12 guys, yeah, obviously. Yeah. We, we, we're individually ACC and Big Ten, but we put us together. together we're Pac-12. Pac-12, yes. It's like Captain Planet. <laughs> it's <laughs> like when you rings. go to art class and you're a kid and you're just like, what colors mix together to make the other color? It's like you put these together. It's Pac-12. <laughs> I got my Big Ten ring. You got your ACC. <laughs> yes. When your power is combined, there's Bill Walton's face. <laughs> I am the Pac-12. <laughs> Man, uh, it worked out. Well, no, we, we, we had this circle because this, uh, this is definitively, I think most of America went in this game and said, all right, so whoever wins this, they represent for the entire conference. And it definitively says which conference is better at basketball. And would you look at that? The Big Ten won. Michigan and won and they won easily I mean, and florida I, state a team yeah. that you had in your final four did i have no i had texas because i'm not as dumb as you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tex, yep yep uh florida Man. state a team that you believe could go to the final four could not find any offense anywhere in any way shape or form raekwon gray is the uh you know you heard this before it's the straw that makes the drink stir that is raekwon gray for this florida state team and immediately the big 10 officials uh, made sure that he was out of this game. Oh. Uh, I'm not saying, but I'm saying. Oh. Um, both ways? Both ways this happened. Both, both, <laughs> both ways, ways Raekwon Gray was stopped. Oh. <laughs> On both, both ends of the floor. Both offensive was, fouls yeah, and defensive yeah, fouls. Yeah, Raekwon Gray was called. Uh, no, but in general, Florida State was not ready for Big Ten basketball, and that's the game that they played today. Uh-huh. And Michigan, like you said, they, they just showed that they were a better team. Florida State, in general, I think they found their kryptonite in the tournament. Don't play Michigan. We saw it in the Elite Eight in 2018. Yeah, I, the, I, I, I picked Florida State to win because I was talking myself in a revenge but situation. There, of There's just, no revenge yeah. there. No revenge, And obviously. Shawnee Brown is... Uh, He's great. I mean... He's good. Florida State, come join the he club. He should wear LSU, an X jersey, X Factor. Ohio State, LSU, Florida State fans. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're all getting together. We're talking about how mm-hmm. Shawnee Brown killed us. Uh, that is that is what we're... ACC uh, fans, Shawnee Brown is our last hope. So just hang on. Watch him. Uh, are you ready to take Michigan seriously? Yes. You have not taken them seriously this entire run. Are, I, I have said they're going to win every game. Do you think, do, in all seriousness, do you think Michigan can win a national title? Let's like yes. take Gonzaga yes. out of it. I have, I have, come, I have come full circle. When I, when we when we first started the tournament, I thought that Isaiah Livers they needed him to win yeah. the championship, but not anymore. I think Michigan. And I mean. Rightfully so. I mean, it's easy yeah. now to look at it and be like, uh, "Why would you doubt us?" It's the same with livers? Gillespie and Villanova. Yeah, yeah. And it's I like, mean, well, we doubted because, like, we I saw. I didn't know what it looked like. You know, the the Maryland game. Your coach was so flustered, he wanted to fight Mark Turgeon. And then the second game you played was Ohio State, where you you lost without Isaiah Livers, and that well, was it. That was honest. like the data. Brandon point. Johns was yeah. the the first half difference in this game. Yeah. And that's who replaced Isaiah Livers in the starting lineup. So I did not expect that. I think officially now, I will say. Michigan is a team, if you're Gonzaga, obviously we have one game before mm-hmm. we would play them anyway, but you, that is a team that can beat Gonzaga. I see in my mind there's a path there. Baylor, there's a path there. USC, there's a path there. Those are the last teams, I think, that have a real shot at beating Gonzaga. So um, go through that again. You say USC, Baylor, and Michigan are the teams that, that have could, a chance. That could beat. Yes. 
So basically, it could end up being Gonzaga's next three games. Mm-hmm. Is what you're saying? They yes, that's what I'm saying. They have they, Gonzaga. When we look back in history, we will look back and say that they had the hardest path possible. Considering that is, that is true, what happened in this tournament? That is true. Given so. the, they they have a difficult. I mean, if UCLA upsets Michigan, people will say that you know playing an 11 seed in a Final Four game, or I mean, Creighton. They end up playing Oregon State in the title game. I I think some of that gets Creighton's taken a off, tough but, five seed. If you really yeah. buy into the fact that the Big East had two teams in the Sweet 16, and you yeah. think the Villanova and Creighton are that different of a tier. Uh, Michigan today, though, had 19 assists on 29 made field goals. I wrote that down. That was Oof. pretty good. Shout out to them for that. Uh, Wagner had 13 and 10. I, I, I agree with you. I think Michigan's good enough to win a national title, and I'm not saying that to jinx you, Michigan fans. I truly believe it. I, 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 full disclosure, I, yes. full disclosure, since uh, it's late and no one's watching anymore, mm-hmm. I was trying to jinx Michigan fans. Oh. I definitely was. Ooh. It didn't work because they're pretty good. They're, they're pretty good, honestly. But uh, and a great high low. My, Look, my last card game on the show. Great high low post passing from the Michigan. My last Marines ace today. up my sleeve. Should I call? That's the... <laughs> too late. It's midnight. It's I midnight. All these guys. I want Juwan <laughs> Howard in Michigan to win it all. Is is he no longer a Hoosier too? Is he? <laughs> no, <laughs> is no, 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 no. This is this is Galaxy Brain from Isaiah because this is. Oh, is this little Isaiah? This isn't the real Isaiah. Okay, oh yeah, right, we can't right. see. We can't right. see the. Uh... Sorry. Oh my god, I was so shook. I was like, yeah, there's an A in there. I see it now. I see. Yeah, it's Isaiah. What is happening to Indiana? Yeah. basketball titus I, but, but still okay. but right. still isaiah where's the pac-12 love wow right so we right? are the pac-12 we, guys. we are the pac-12 guys isaiah My thomas goodness, isaiah. he's a pac-10 guy he's not a pac-12 he just guy. said i'm a mass hole actually says i'm a mass hole oh my god yeah I, I i do think michigan's good enough to win the title obviously gonzaga is better than them but that's not how this tournament works the better team doesn't always win and i think michigan you they, they, we we spend a lot of time we get accused throughout the regular season of only talking about blue bloods only talking about like the top tier teams whatever and that's because ultimately i feel like you and i are mostly just interested in who is good enough to win a title and that's basically it Yes. More or less. I mean, that's kind of how college basketball. That's kind of how it works. You know I mean? Is like it's a of fun course, story. We watch the conferences and expect you know great t- conference tournaments yes. and regular seasons. But at the end of the but day, if you're not capable of winning a title, get the hell out of my face. Yeah. And I want to say, Michigan, you can, you can step into my face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Michigan, I believe. Yes, I will watch. I, I, I will watch. I, I, I am you, alert. You are you are allowed to enter my face. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh, wait, Michigan. Don't do that. Uh, but I will say, like, in general, this team, Jawan Howard, what we saw with Wisconsin, just yeah. to put it in context, 2015, Wisconsin is the perfect knuckleball, for lack of a better term, to face that Kentucky platoon system. Yeah. And it's a Big Ten team that kind of hits you in the mouth. And you look at Gonzaga, and that is what Michigan would be in the Final Four, right? Yeah. I mean, say with UCLA, really. It's kind of like yeah, a knuckleball. But- but not the same talent level. Yeah. Michigan has exactly what you need. In fact, Sean D. Brown is a great. We're getting ahead of ourselves, I think. I think we should. You know, we, but we'll yeah, I, but I, 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 just in general, Michigan. All I want to say is Michigan's a one. Michigan team. might not I, have to beat Gonzaga to I win the they national were 1B, title. But they're one A. They're, they're a they might not team. have to beat Gonzaga to win the national title. Take USC might take care of the business. Well, Michigan. You know how I feel about USC. USC. So that's all. This, what What else do we have to talk about? Is that it? Have we hit every game? I mean, USC got. It's over. Did we officially say it was over? Because it is over. USC beat Oregon. Um, that's it's that. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. It's that's official. You're Gonzaga, History USC. is made. Two LA teams. Uh, the Dodgers obviously won the World Series. The Lakers won the NBA Mickey Mouse ring, and uh, <laughs> uh, they won the NBA. It's LA, dude. It's ever since. Uh, th- this is the first tournament, by the way, yes. since I moved to the West Coast, and um, I'm not. 
I am not saying that I am the reason why. I'm just stating facts. We are a Just Facts podcast. We should point out also. And this yeah. is the first NCAA tournament since I've moved to Los Angeles that has taken mm-hmm. place. And now there are two LA teams in the lead eight. So, again, not saying there's a correlation. I am not saying that. You're I'm saying just stating facts. Season. I'm saying there are two facts. I moved to Los Angeles two years ago. There was not a tournament last year. This is the first one. And there are two LA teams. Yes. And LA won every title there is to win in yes. all of sports yes. except for the Super Bowl. So those are the facts. And for the fans at home, so that you, you hear us say Mickey Mouse title. That's why we say it. That's what people Disneyland. said about the bubble. It's hilarious. Disneyland, and dude. we have Disneyland in, LA. in Anaheim. In Anaheim. It all same, checks out. Pac-12 thing. tournament. Pac-12 world. Uh, is there anything else? Do we want to wrap it up with Mike Woodson? Yeah, let's talk is about that. Is that it? Can we, do you really want to talk about that? Because I'm excited. Let's talk about it. Of course we have all to talk right, about yeah. that. All right. I mean, like, <laughs> For the Pac-12 fans at home. I, I mean, apologize. we talked about we we we, we talked about everything there's to talk about and the the, the no what, I mean can, what else, can we what talk else? about Andy Infield okay, please. Uh, quickly quickly Andy Infield um obviously deals with the Tony Bland situation deals with the the FBI <laughs> flowchart situation situation and uh, the the FBI flowchart and the idea that USC basketball is you know under some you know watch uh, you know anyways we did not see this future success coming right now and the fact that Andy Infield yeah. is here the fact that Mick Cronin is here as LA let's do guys, let's, let's do message to the haters for all these packed oh. all, all these uh teams that are yeah. in the uh I, I'm gonna do this for the coaches I think so please if you're Mark Few you're like here's my message to the haters you say I choke in March mm-hmm. kiss my ass I'm mm-hmm. in the elite eight again mm-hmm. uh I I'm undefeated mm-hmm. uh give him the Bob Knight bury me face down so you can kiss my ass exactly yes. that's that's Mark Few uh, Andy Infield, message to the haters. Uh, remember when you guys said that I just went on that one tournament run and I had the yep. attractive wife? Slam and that's all anybody knew yep. about me. And mm-hmm. you're like, this guy. Remember when I offered the entire Bagley family scholarships bag. yes. and, and some idiots with podcasts were making fun of me for that? Mm-hmm. Well, who's laughing now? Because I did it with the Mobley family mm-hmm. and we're mm-hmm. in the Elite Eight. So mm-hmm. you kissed my and ass. And we're still as well. not coming on your podcast. <laughs> uh, Michigan, Jawan <laughs> Howard. Hey, remember when I was hired mm-hmm. as a coach and I was crying in the press conference and you guys were clowning me? Not not us guys. Not I'm us. Saying. We not, actually but, said he was going to be a good coach. But did we? Yeah. Can we pull that? Did yeah. I say that? I, I mean, I, I don't know if we own the rights to that iteration of it. But we said Did that. I really say If we, we did, did can that. I pull it? Can I get that clip? <laughs> Let's get that uh, clip. <laughs> when, when he was hired, everyone said, this guy has no head coaching experience. This guy's an NBA guy. He doesn't want to yeah. be in college basketball. I think me and, you, me and you literally, when he was crying, we're like, Jawan Howard's going to win every he, championship. No, when he cried, he won me over. Yeah, I do yeah, remember that. I was like, You and right. I were like, this guy, uh, I will go to war for him because we love college So, message to the haters. You all said that I was going to be in over my head being a head coach at a program like Michigan. And John Beeline set the standard too high. I, yeah, you kissed my ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mick Cronin, <laughs> I was your 12th choice to be UCLA's head coach. <laughs> 24th. Everyone, 24th choice, whatever it was. Uh, you said I didn't belong in Los yep. Angeles. You yep. said that that this, you said my best player was hurt. You said I coached mm-hmm. in the Pac 12. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, Tate, you can all kiss my ass. Yeah. And there it is. You, all said, four of you said Stanford did not play home games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, uh, Mick Cronin's yeah. final. No, he pitch. said he did, right? He said like I, that counts as a. He that's said, what I'm saying. Yeah, he was he like, like, but but the haters, were the saying, haters, you know, the haters were saying that's how he's going back yeah, at the. He was haters. like, you said yeah. that that wasn't a home game, yeah, but I yeah. saw the decal. Yeah. I, I heard the crowd. Is what he um, said. All right, let's wrap it up. Talk about Mike Woodson, uh, all right, please. Just because I I I have some thoughts and and it is what it is. First of all, um, I I I'm not going to say it's a home run hire. I'm not going to say it's a failure of a hire. Like the, the internet, this took me by surprise. The way people responded to this. I thought it was I thought it was good I thought it was good slash great like I thought um, the moment Brad Stevens said no I think uh, you you find yourself if you're an Indiana person you're you're the Indiana athletic department you're Scott Dolson athletic director uh, you find yourself in a situation where 
basically whoever you hire is going to look stupid yes. to, to the internet, mm -hmm. to the world at large. Because Brad Stevens said no, so you've already established a situation where you're going to plan B. And in a lot of people's minds, Mike Woodson was playing D, E, F, G, H. Yep. That's not the case. I mean, believe what you want. I don't care. I'm not, I don't, it doesn't, but they, they offered two people the job. They offered Brad Stevens. He said, no, they, they kicked the tires on a few guys. Maybe they made phone calls. Like I, Chris Holtman was a guy that made a phone call. I don't believe that they offered him the job. I don't think they were calling and say like, Chris, you're our guy. We no, zeroed like, in on you. Let's see what we have here. Let's see. I think they were like, Hey, Chris yeah. Holtman, you wanted the job four years ago. We're just calling them. Like, we're pretty sure, sure you, you don't have interest. We're pretty right? sure you don't want the job, but yeah. like, boy, we would hate it if. All this, if, if you you're just waiting it, for the phone yeah. call, so you don't want it, right? He's like, "No, I'm happy to Ohio State." He's like, yep. "Done, okay, hang up the phone." Cool. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like they said, "Here's our offer, Chris." Yeah, yeah. let's get into negotiation. No, they didn't do that. They offered as soon as as soon as Brad said no, all the talk, all the chatter coming out of Bloomington said, "Let's go after a, a former player at Indiana." And uh, if you're going down that route, Mike Woodson's the obvious choice in my mind. I mean, he the the the, the one knock against him is he's 63. Otherwise, he checks basically every box you would want to check. And it is fascinating to me that on the day that Mike Woodson is hired, Tate, that he's officially announced as Indiana's head coach, uh, you have Mick Cronin and Juwan Howard advance to the Elite Eight because Juwan Howard was the obvious parallel that everyone was pointing to. They're like, Mike Woodson has never coached college basketball. Yep. He's he's an NBA guy. He's he's an NBA assistant. Is he going to know how the, the how to recruit? It's the hardest thing in the world. Recruiting mm -hmm. is the boogeyman of college basketball. Yes. Yes. No one wants to do it. That's why they go to the NBA. When you come back to college, no one wants to do it. It's the hardest thing in the world to to recruit kids to play college basketball. But somehow, boy, these 350 programs every year manage to do it. I don't know how they do it. Mm -hmm. It's the hardest thing in the world, but they find a way. It's so weird. Um, so that that was that was the the thought with Jawan Howard. So uh, that's the parallel with Mike Woodson coming from the NBA. He's going to his alma mater. He's very passionate about. But it. But wait, Mike what Woodson. you're saying is Jawan Howard got to the Elite Eight and he was supposed to fail. So now we know that it's not going to fail. It, so we should be, we know that there's a possibility. Exactly. It's so possible. we should be more positive towards the. There are idea. differences. I yeah. granted, there. I'm not mm -hmm. saying it's a one to one comparison, but that's where your mind immediately goes. The other way we you haven't would go, seen the press conference yet. If Mike Woodson cries in the press conference, then I know where this is headed. The other parallel you could make is that if mm -hmm. Mike Woodson. And if you are to believe that that Indiana did call Nate Oates and Chris Beard and Eric Musselman and Scott Drew and, and they worked their way down the list and Mike Woodson was 36th on their list and then they called him and he was like, yeah, I guess I'll take it if I have to, which is kind of the vibe that people had about the Indiana job. Uh, the, the public, thanks to to basically every other person in the national college basketball media. Who seem um, to just absolutely hate the idea they hate, of an NBA they guy hate, coming to college it. basketball but, because it's such a bad product. And we don't understand that because we, again, are college basketball guys. If that is... If that is true, if that is the narrative you want to believe, then you look mm -hmm. at McCrona and you're like, well, well, I'll be damned. That's a that's a, a falling star blue blood that's fallen on hard times that can't get anybody to take this job. Yes. This is the worst job in, in, in college basketball. UCLA's handling of their search, we talk about a PR nightmare. PR was, nightmare. It was a night like we we made how many well, jokes about. We were trying it. to make Indiana look like yeah, based uh, but on what you still is was. About is what you still And still was. in spite of all that, in spite of that nightmare, in spite they of their guy. they get their guy and Who look at him in the lead eight. Yeah. And, so. and and by the way, they're going to be better next year. So this isn't even it's not even like this was the push to the you know, this wasn't like the the peak of you said like no. they're going to be better next year. So um I, I, I wanted to say that. So in my mind, like I didn't think I, I didn't think this was a uh, uh, we're going through all the reactions here. <laughs> Thomas Bryant. I, I will say, I, like, if you are Mike Woodson, the fact that people are talking about you, one, don't know X's and O's of basketball. It's disrespectful. 
It's yeah. disrespectful. You're, you're pretty fired up about this. I mean, just yeah. the idea that you think it's funny. Like, it's the Joe Pesci, like, funny how. Funny how. Like, I mean, that's <laughs> what it is. How, yeah. like, it's funny how. Like, why is it's it, why funny? Are, why I'll tell you why it's funny. It's because idea. it's because Brad Stevens said no. And I, as I said, the moment they said that, like, because if, if, if Nate Oates takes the job, you know what? You know what's said? If, if Nate Oates, he loses tonight, he takes the job. It's hilarious that Indiana hired a guy that's never been to a Final Four, has, yeah. has had, like, one good – he's had one good year. And you're it's a home run hire. And you're claiming it's a yeah. home run. The flavor of the month guy, same yeah. with Muscleman. You're like, this guy, he, fl- mm-hmm. he the, the narrative would be flamed out in the NBA. He's never stayed at a spot more in a couple years. He's going to – no matter who you hire, I guess Chris Beard would be the one you maybe talk yourself into. But even then, you're like, oh, it was one fluke run in the yeah. in 29 – I don't know. People haters always find a way. That's what we know about haters. Mm-hmm. That's what they're great at what they do. I will tip my cap. They are great at what they do. Uh, so I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say this is a home run hire. I'm not gonna say it sucks. I'm gonna say that almost always with coaching hires, you don't know. I if we didn't learn our lesson uh, with, with Archie Miller, for God's sakes, that like was everyone, a home run. Hire. That was a home run. Yeah, everyone said that. So I I don't I I'm not gonna like puff my chest out and be like Indiana had just hit a home run and every everyone else should be scared but Mike Woodson is awesome he's an awesome yeah. <laughs> dude he loves Indiana he yeah. loves and and for a lot of people that doesn't matter but like other times it does like it mattered when Juwan when we saw Juwan Howard's press conference we looked mm-hmm. at each other and we were like I I take back any bad things I said about yeah, this guy. Yeah, we're like, this like, is legit. Like, he legit. wants to be here. That's Mike Woodson. Whether he yeah. cries on the outside or not, he feels that way about Indiana. He grew up in Indianapolis. He understands the the infrastructure of Indiana, the state, how sure. it works, the the city of Indianapolis. This is um, literally the blueprint. Like, if yeah. you're an Indianapolis kid, you look at Mike Woodson and you say, I want to be what you were yes. at IU, and I want to be the NBA legend that you turned yes. into, being able to coach, being able to be able to be around great players, be on different staffs. Yes. And that's what I mean by disrespect. The fact that this guy was just working with the New York Knicks, working with, you know, World Wide West, Leon Rose. Dude, working he's, got, with he's connected his, for, for days. Yeah, the for fact days, that you dude. now have a pipeline to the most important NBA franchise, the most valuable NBA franchise in Madison Square Garden. You don't think Mike Woodson, who coached there. Wait, hold on. He was he was an assistant at for the Knicks. So yeah. he was he was in the NBA. He, he had an NBA and, job. And guess what? He City. wanted to go coach college basketball. Who would have thought? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, 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 That's what I'm saying. Here. He had job security as an mm-hmm. NBA coach. Mm-hmm. He lived in New York City, in yep. Manhattan. He got yes. to coach every single night in Madison Square Garden with Tibbs, for the New York Knicks. The fifth seed in the Eastern Conference. Gonna They're be in, the in the playoffs. Yes, above the Boston Celtics. And he wanted to go to Bloomington, Indiana. Why? Yeah. Huh. That's weird. That doesn't make any sense to me. And to why add, would he do that? Well, let me just say this: to add <laughs> insult to injury, right? You can laugh at it, you can meme it, you can joke about it, you can say that I'm dumb for thinking that Mike Woodson is a good hire because I know Mike. Woodson I think he's definitely is a good, good hire. I want to say that. I'm yes. not going to say he's a home run. Like we live in a black and white world. Yeah, we got to say like I, I don't care about home run hires or whatever. Or but home if, run, if but... you if you don't like Mike Woodson. If you don't understand that Thad Bana is one of the hottest coaching commodities and has been for the past since he got fired, so let's say five, six years now, mm-hmm. you're crazy. This man get offered the Georgia job, the UCLA job, every yep. single job that comes up. <laughs> Which State. Bana, yeah, he, he gets the he <laughs> Ole Miss gets, was he in gets the, mix. the offer. I mean, Wake Forest was in the Wake mix. Wake Forest. Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> okay, so that guy who yeah. is obviously desired by every single school in the country. Now decides I'm going to come here and be at, at, I an AD, with Mike and I want to work with Mike Woodson, yeah. and I want to run this program. Yeah. And you're telling me it's funny, and it's funny, yeah, and that this was like no, yeah, I refuse, yeah, I, I refuse to I engage know. with well, that. So. You know, good luck, uh, IU. Good luck to the Hoosier fans. I'm happy not, for yeah, you. Yeah, we're not saying IU's going to win national titles in the next five. I'm like, just saying, why are you I, laughing? But, that's but, all I'm saying. And if you disrespect Mike Woodson, I promise you, 
you will like he it'll all come back it'll all come back so. <laughs> ask him these questions in person dude i'm just, i i i i could I'm not done. believe the I'm reaction from purdue fans who were like laughing yeah like that was the thing that stood out to me because we we looked at each other i my, first of all i want to say this my dad loves this coach titus loves this love it uh, and Coach Titus doesn't. He, he, these days, it's Coach hard. To, you got It's hard to move the meter with Coach Titus when it comes to when IU it comes basketball. to IU. <laughs> yeah. Indiana could win the national title by twenty, and Dad would complain about the nine turnovers they yeah, had. Yeah. And that's that's where he's arrived as an Indiana basketball fan. And he was he was like, I cannot be happier about Mike Woodson. He's a, he's a great dude. He loves he loves the state. He is going to get every they're they're gonna every single kid that can play any a shred of basketball in the state of Indiana is going to be lining up to play for IU. Yeah, because the brand the combination of the brand and the coach now putting them together. That's what Purdue fans don't want to hear. Yeah. Every every great Purdue player that's from the state of Indiana wanted to go to Indiana. They know mm -hmm. that deep down in their mm -hmm. hearts. They know that. They know that Robbie Hummel went to Indiana and looked at the banners and was like, "Damn, that's pretty tight." I would love to. I would love to be a part of that. And then their recruitment falls apart for either like Indiana doesn't want them. Maybe they're like, you know, Tom Crean said something weird to me that one time on that one visit. So like, I don't yeah. want to go there anymore. Yeah, a maybe Mike Conley situation where he's getting letters that aren't addressed. Maybe I'll to go him. to Purdue. Yeah. But they know the Purdue fans know this. They know that Mike Woodson is an Indiana guy. They know that he's well connected in the city of Indianapolis. They know he's well connected outside of the Indianapolis with CAA worldwide. Dude, but you talk about they're, the Pacers yeah, and dude. like like it's insane. It doesn't make any sense. It like what are you talking sense. about? I don't when get you it. Say it's a bad hire. I don't Literally, understand. the only thing that's bad is that he's sixty three, which is fair, and I get that. Yeah. That like he's but he's you an older wanted John Beeline, yeah. who's older than him. I will say, for so, as old as Mike Woodson is, he looks great. He doesn't have a gray hair on his head. Literally. <laughs> Got Literally. him. Got him. <laughs> Not even on his face. You're it's right. jet black. Yeah. So, Dude. how old is he, really? You also, know? like, you can't have it both ways. You can't be like, watch out for Coach K next year with Paolo Banchero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't have it both ways. Yeah, and if like if if IU hires John Beeline, that's a home run. The dude's sixty eight. Yeah, I which by the I would have liked that too. Like I don't my, know. My it's whole just, point is that Patrick Ewing just won the Big East tournament and gets done, and he literally looks at this media and he says, "You guys all thought that I was just a dumb jock up here that doesn't yeah. know anything about coaching." And take that, haters and doubters. And now you're doing the same thing to Mike Woodson, who, who actually like had coach. He's who has even talking, more, like, experience. more experience. He was an NBA head coach forever. And, and, <laughs> Like gets it. Like he, he comes back with Bob I, Knight when Bob Knight comes back to IU. I don't know. I'll wrap up with this. I, I am fascinated to see the. Uh, but you, you brought up that. I'll, I'll say the Thad piece. Uh, I, I I am tickled to death to, to for him. I think this is a perfect role for Coach Mata. Um, I, I every time I talk to, him, I, I've been asked this for the last four years mm -hmm. by a, a million times. Is he going to coach again? Um, and I can never give a straight answer. And it's not because I'm trying to be mysterious. It's because. Uh, I, every time I talk to him, he, he will start his sentence with yes. And he will end it with no. And, and somewhat, you know, and he's like, he's like, absolutely. I'm going to coach again. I yeah. love it. It's yeah. great. It, yeah. I love it as much as I love sitting on, on my, my porch on a Saturday afternoon with no responsibilities and a nice cold beard, which is actually what I really, and you're like, wait, 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 wait. Sorry. It sounds like you love retirement, <laughs> wait, wait, wait a second. but on. you love coaching and like, and he was always all over. And I could never get a read on like where his mind was at with it all. And, and that is to say, Tate, that I think deep down he wanted to, to coach, mm -hmm. But he didn't want the 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 BS that comes with it. He doesn't want the the the, the politicking, the press conferences, yes. the um the the you know you know we, we the recruiting. There you go. The, yeah. the, the, the recruiting. <laughs> the recruiting. It's the boogeyman. <laughs> um, 
He didn't. He didn't want all the the garbage yeah. that comes with coaching. He wanted the the the. the this, this is. He didn't tell me this, by the way. Just so it's clear. I'm. I'm this is. This was my. This read your on. inference. Yeah. And uh, that's why I think this role is perfect. He's he's an associate AD with the Indiana. He he uh, he he he. By the way, has lived in Indiana since the moment he was fired. He packed up his stuff like that day. Drove over to Indianapolis. They bought a house. Like I. I, I really did feel like it was that day at mm-hmm. Ohio State, and he's he's lived in Indiana ever since. So. Uh, and he, he had kids go to Butler, right? Yeah, he's so. an Indiana guy, so um, I'm happy for him, man. Like, honestly, whether mm-hmm. whether what, this whole thing works out or not, like, I'm just happy that Coach Mott is, like, back in the game <laughs> a little bit because I love him to death, and I will be making far more trips to Bloomington, Indiana, now that this has happened, and I'm excited about that as well. Let's go sink the biz, IU fans, please. Can, and, we, can we all can we all in this post-COVID – is sink the biz going to survive COVID? I don't think it is, by the way. You we played, played the, the, Yeah, we, I, was like, I was like, we played that game. It's the, yeah. it's the, it's the biggest spreader of strep throat in the yeah. history of I was sick after college. The next yeah. day, I woke up. I was yeah. sick. It was great. It's great. It's yeah. great. It's, yeah. it's a lot of fun. I'm and, sure. And my, my final note: you did. We did a show, the emergency, like IU State of Indiana podcast, yeah. and the whole point of the podcast was that there's a reverence for your home state. There's yep. a reverence for Indiana basketball, and there's a reason why if you get the call, you take the call. And that was the whole point. And the fact that Mike Woodson got the call, took the call, said yes, shows that that point is true. And the fact that Thad Mata got the call, took the call, said, said yes, yeah. shows that that's true. <laughs> no, well, and guess what? I don't care what any masshole says. The masshole's listen, yeah, there are a lot of masshole's out there. They're, they're trying to clown me for for saying, like, you know, I, I thought Brad Stevens might consider IU. Yeah. They, they're just saying you're an absolute idiot, Titus, mm-hmm. for ever believing that. They're saying, just, Titus, have you seen the banners in the Springfield, Massachusetts sure. YMCA? Listen, have you seen those I, banners? The, the, the haters are trying to dunk on me <laughs> on, on, on the internet. And I just want to say, uh, in the words of Conor McGregor, I want to take mm-hmm. this opportunity to apologize to no one. I apologize to no one. You're all idiots. I take nothing back. I stand by it. Everything I said was true. Yep. You cannot prove otherwise. Mm-hmm. Kiss my ass. I'm joy- Put me in the Elite Eight with all the other coaches. Yep. That's my message to message the haters. Message to the doubters. And I, message and to the the other thing, uh, I want to shout out everyone who was sliding in the DMs during the, uh, the this IU coaching search because it was a wild ride, man. I had so yep. much fun. There, there are guys that – cousins, brothers – Sisters of uh, yeah. works is a janitor mm-hmm. at the athletic department. He heard, he overheard this. I entertained every single one of them. I mean, you did. You did. So you shout did out a to great all job. of you. You made it to the top. I they, mean, you shout out. You to know how many room. guys? You know how many strangers would just like DM me and they're like, mm-hmm. "You you want you want a tip on Stevens Dayu?" And I would just respond and I'll guess. Yes. I'm like, "There's nothing in this world I want mm-hmm. more." <laughs> I mean, and you're not alone. Like Dave Damashek, <laughs> give it I mean, to me. Give Indiana it Brad, to me. He he was getting fed the information. I still believe in my heart of hearts. They took it off the board in Vegas. Yes, they took it off the board. Something happened. Chicanery. That's all I'm gonna say. They took it off the board. Chicanery. But uh, thank you to everyone who uh, DM'd me because that was I I I want another. I want to get involved with something else with the rumor mill. It was so fun, dude. It was so fun. It really yeah. was. Because then like other Here, people. Here's would... your first rumor: Evan Mobley, number one pick in the NBA. All right. Draft. Well, if That's you if I you know. have tips on who's who's gonna go number one in the draft, DM me because I I, I that yes. I was addicted. Just start leaking. Dude. It. I was addicted. Uh, They're sending me people are DMing me. I've already reported it. I start, Sources are telling I start me. getting DM'd uh, flight logs and mm-hmm. stuff like that. People are like, do you see the new post on on Peaks? And I'm like, no, I, I didn't, but just please send me everything you got. <laughs> I was just – I couldn't get enough of it. It wasn't even always about Brad either. I, like, they would send me stuff about Woodson or about, like, I, the guys talking to Chris Beard. And I was like, yes, tell me everything you know mm-hmm. about Chris Beard. I just, I just want to take it all in. I, I don't know what I'm going to do with any of this. I don't trust any of you, by the way, but – Please. <laughs> I love it. I will say this. If you're Mike Woodson, if there. if and when Brad gets let go, you reach out and say, I have a spot on my staff. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Mike should tweet that. 100%. Dude, are you kidding me? That That is the flex. Dude, he's getting a contract extension immediately. Yeah, if you tweet that when it happens. If Brad gets let go. Yeah. 
So Immediately. You, you always have a home in Indiana. Hashtag Matt. You could always be my, my top recruiter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we always have a spot for you. Uh, I wonder who his assistants are going to be. I, I want to see. I hope he does go. Uh, 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 Hayes, the, uh, the, the the guy who's on, on uh, Ken, or I'm sorry, Kenya Hunter is his name, uh, is, is the uh, uh, assistant that was on staff for, for Indiana. He's a great recruiter. They're saying they, they want to keep him around. But then I want, I want to fill it, like a lot of people do with former mm-hmm. IU guys. Mike Lewis, UCLA. Maybe he makes his final four run with UCLA. And he stays in Indy. He 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 doesn't even go back to LA. He just keeps his bags in and Indianapolis. He, he helped recruit like Chris Wilkes and some of those guys, right? Yeah. So Dude, he's an Mike Indiana Lewis. recruiter. Yeah. Calvert Chaney. That would yeah, be dope. Yeah. Wow. Who's saying no to that? Mm. Coaching staff. Mm. Get me on staff. I'll drop bags for Indiana now. I mean, um, Coach Woodson. You heard it here first. We are all. We this is very packed. Twelve of us. We are we are zigging. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, it's not because we don't feel impassioned by it. We're just confused. I really <laughs> was confused. Yeah. Like I, I am confused. When he got announced, I thought this was best case scenario it was, for Indiana. I think that's why I'm so sure. It shocked. was. It was best case scenario. Yeah. It was exactly every single person in the, in the Indian athletic department was like, we got our guy after Brad. After Brad said yeah. no. Brad was definitely playing A. I'm not pretending Brad wasn't. Brad was playing A. The moment Brad was like, I'm a mass hole. I love the New England Patriots. They're like, all right, all right, all right, we get it. We get it, buddy. And then their guy was Mike Woodson. I, I genuinely believe that. And and you don't have to believe it if you don't want. I know everything I've said about this coaching church, no one believes, but that's fine. Um, I think they're happy. And whether mm. and that's if they're happy, I'm happy. I, Mike Woodson is <laughs> he's a coach with NBA experience. Hopefully he can he, not just NBA experience, a head NBA experience. Take. Yeah, dude. I mean, th- there's games, Atlanta right? Hawks fans tweeting at me like, just wait and see. And I'm like, he coached the Atlanta Hawks. Like, like, <laughs> what a ton of what games. What are you talking about? 53 games in a season or whatever. Like, <laughs> like I thought Paul Mills from like Oral Roberts is going to get a call to Indiana. Yeah, you know what right. I mean? Like, I'm, I'm pretty okay with Mike Woodson. This is the That's point. No matter who they hired, people were going to kill it. So Mike uh, Woodson, Woody, uh, we, we, we're, we're, we're pro Woody. We're, we're, we've always been pro Woody on this I'm podcast. Pro Woody, man. We're, we're pro, we're, love Toy Story. Love Woody Durham. Love Mike Woodson. Love. We love Woody. We love Moses show. also. We love all the Moseses. Shout out to Moses movie still in the tournament. I just got the Elite Eight lines. Houston favored by eight. Baylor mm-hmm. favored by seven and a half. Michigan favored by seven and a half. Gonzaga favored by nine. So there you go. Wow. So Vegas doesn't love any of these games. Yeah, but, not uh, at all. I do. I, I, not at all. I, I'm going to say that uh, one of these games will be closer than that. <laughs> That's my hot. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah, clip that. Take that to the bank. That's the one we Uh, need. Thank you guys for watching. If you're listening (laughs) to this on the podcast, subscribe to our YouTube page. We we do this every night after the – you can watch us live. You can can watch us. And if you are watching us live, thank you for subscribing and watching us. God bless you. you. We'll be back tomorrow night Mm -hmm. after the Elite Eight games. When you hear from us tomorrow – Two teams will have punched their ticket to the Final Four. Wow. Exciting times. What a day. Uh, See you guys. West Coast basketball. You did it.